Hello, and welcome to ROE 17 Pod. My name is Molly Allen, and I'm the Assistant Regional Superintendent of Schools for ROE 17. Today, joining me is Dr. Katie Bremer. Dr. Bremer was recently named the 2023 Illinois East Central Teacher of the Year from the Illinois State Board of Education's annual Those Who Excel Awards. Dr. Bremer is the College and Career Readiness Coordinator at Hayworth CUSD4. As an English teacher at Hayworth, Dr. Bremer saw a need to expand course offerings to include AP and dual credit. Now they offer over 14 dual credit courses and she teaches four of those herself. One of those is Education 101, an introductory course for students interested in becoming teachers. Let's welcome Dr. Bremer and get started. Dr. Bremer, can you tell us about your educational background? How did you get into teaching? Sure. Well, as a very common story, um, I come from a family that has teachers and nurses. And so (laughs) as a child, um, I loved reading. I loved books. And I thought, okay. And I enjoyed school. And it was a positive experience for me. So it seemed like a natural fit I had great teachers in high school, so things were just kind of rolling in that direction. I actually earned a scholarship at Heartland Community College, and this is 30-ish years ago when maybe that wasn't quite as well-known of an option to go to community college, so I'm glad I actually had that experience. And then I transferred to the U of I, and that earned the degree in secondary ed English. And at the time, you needed a major and a minor, so... Pretty much, I majored in education, I majored in English, and I minored in biology, which was an interesting interesting mix. And then I moved to Chicago for a year and taught there, and that was a great, very eye-opening experience to kind of widen my perspective of educational settings. Then I got engaged. As the story goes, you know, you kind of wander about in that journey as well. So we moved back to Champaign for a while, and I taught there for a few years. Then we moved to St. Louis, and that was also a great experience. I taught an all-boys school there. So again, another really interesting setting where I learned just a, a ton personally and professionally. And the assistant principal at the time had been the special education coordinator in this school and really encouraged some understanding of how actual brain activity impacts learning. So that was a really interesting kind of kernel of knowledge for me to get into. So I started a a master's there at SIUE, and that was in secondary ed English. Again, marrying all those interests. And then we eventually ended up back in the Bloomington Normal area, and that's where I pursued the EDD in teaching and learning. And I focused mostly on teacher preparation. That's great. Can you tell us more about what dual credit slash AP courses are and what have you expanded at Hayworth and how do students respond to those options? Absolutely. So there's a few different avenues for students who are thinking about their life after high school. AP seems to be maybe a little more well-known. At least it's been around seemingly for a little bit longer, and that is advanced placement. So that course is taught by, actually, I don't believe that the teacher needs any particularly special credentials to do that. They just have interest in that content area, and the students are working towards an exam at the end, and given the university that that they would like to go to, they'll get a score uh, one to five, and then usually three or higher transfers as three hours into that college. So people really see that as a nice avenue to get some college experience. And in now we think uh, definitely in terms of saving money. So that is one avenue that students can pursue. And the other avenue 
And especially here in McLean County, we have Heartland Community College, so we can work some dual credit classes with them. So students are concurrently earning credit for their high school and for Heartland. And then, again, in most cases, those credits from Heartland will transfer to a four-year university. So at Hayworth, when I arrived, and this is 15-ish years ago, we had maybe one or two AP classes. And then I recognized that not just I had some potential to teach these classes, but other teachers did as well. So we've expanded our AP credits. And now we have AP Lit, Literature and Composition. We have an AP Human Geography, which is great because it's offered to freshmen. So underclassmen can start to get a taste for what a college-level course might be and start thinking of their life after high school and how classes might transfer. So it's a nice conversation to have, not just about the content, but about their path forward. And the third class we just added last year was AP 2D Art, which was really an interesting class. Those students created a portfolio. So there's some level of like independent artistic work, but then they needed to also do some research with artists and techniques and then kind of blend all that together and present a portfolio. So that one's really interesting, just uh, that it's a little bit different than you don't have a test day where you are just, you know, being assessed on that one day. It's this portfolio that they build over the course of the semester. For dual credit, those expansions have happened over the last five or more years. So as Molly mentioned, I have the privilege of teaching the English 101 and 102 and Education 101 and also Life Success, which is, I think more commonly people might think of that as like a College 101 sort of course, but really it's a life skills course. But I have also added some things to the curriculum that get students to think about what their life might be like after high school. And so when we incorporate things from the PACE framework, I'm pretty sure your audience is familiar with the, <laughs> with the PACE framework, but that's something that I also worked on to look at what we were already offering in terms of that and what goals we could meet in the future. And so that class kind of fits nicely in that we can start encouraging students to think about where their skills are and how that might match a career in the future. We also utilize BACC, which some of those courses also offer a dual credit or college credit. So within all those things, it's pretty wonderful for a small school to provide those opportunities for students. And the reaction has been good. And caveat, I always give all students, all the families is just because you can doesn't mean you should. We don't ever want to be forcing like, yes, please have you know, 60 credits in college before you graduate from high school. Like, and that is the ambition of a few folks, but that maybe is not a great fit for everyone. But just to start thinking about student skills and how we can help them in the next situation. Those are my goals as the college and career readiness coordinator. So I, I'm glad we have opportunities and I try to match students to the right opportunity. That's great. My own background, I taught AP and some dual credit, so I have a great passion for it. And it is exciting to see it expand, especially in some of our smaller schools. Mm-hmm. One of the courses you offer is Education 101. What is that class like? And who's the audience for it? Okay, first of all, it's super fun and I get to geek out a lot because that was the class I was most interested in bringing. And so I was able to work with Heartland and bring the class to and our principal, of course, and all the 
hoops you need to jump through to get a dual credit class and, and it was great and initially we sell it as are you interested in any field in education so a teacher an administrator a therapist, a counselor, you know, whatever, speech pathologist, all those types of things. So I've had a great array of students who knew, yes, I'm going to be a teacher. I've known it since I was five to "Eh, maybe. And so I actually end with those results too. I just was at a graduation party and there's a student who's, I think he's a second year in college. Yes, of course, I'm still going to be a teacher. You know, that class was good and it got me, got the ball rolling. And so I see that student and then I, I, even at semester, I'll have students go, you know, this really isn't for me. It's been really interesting, but maybe I'm going to take a, a sidestep. And that just happened in the past year. And I would so much rather them know that now about themselves than be juniors in college thinking about their student teaching and just dreading it and thinking this is not my future. And then, you know, so I think they get a really interesting perspective of life on the other side of the desk and kind of all the logistics that go into the basics, you know, certification and what teachers are thinking about when they plan a lesson and how a physical space is built. I have one student who's still very, very excited about elementary and she did an observation actually in the classroom of one of my former students, which was it's super cool. Again, I was totally geeked out. I'm like, yes, we need to go visit her. And, and and my current student was just like looking around and like all the colors and the spaces and the desk heights and the logistics of how she does everything to get things turned in and people to sit and people. And it was very cool for her to kind of like switch in her brain from I'm just watching and doing my lesson to I could construct that space. So we've had good response. We've been to the Ed Rising Conference at ISU. So ISU, of course, is a great supporter of that and actually through the Illinois State Teacher of the Year programming one of the previous award recipients has a pretty major role in Ed Rising so she and I got to chat and so it's been nice to develop that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome it is really valuable I think so so often when kids are little we say like what do you want to be when you grow up because you know they like dinosaurs so we think they want to be a paleontologist when they really need a lot more support in those years trying things out. So you're right. There is a value in trying something out and deciding not, not for me before right. so far down the road. Yeah. And with that question, I tried to actually steer clear a little bit of what do you want to be? Because I, I think you're always going to be who you are. You are going to embody you as, as a human. But what would you like to do that can fill your cup and serve the world. Like, I just try to think about it in that way. So I think it's hard sometimes when they're like, I have no idea. It's, is it supposed to be my whole life? Is it my whole identity, my entity? My I'm like, it's it's your job. And it, it can fill your cup on some days and not on other, you know. So that bigger question is really at the heart of what I think about as college and career readiness coordinator. Like, I don't want to set anyone up for, you know, that tension. I want them to have skills and have tools and experience and, ha- and exactly to- exactly so what we can do when they're 15 16 17 i hope that that's helping to build a build a road towards the future but not lock them in that's frustrating for everyone involved you mentioned your experience as the 2023 illinois east central teacher of the year so first i have to say congratulations Thank you. that is a huge honor we were excited to recognize and celebrate you can you tell us what that experience was like Sure. My principal, April Hickland, approached me probably in the fall, and there was just an email thread, and I was like, oh, that's really nice. And then it just kind of fell to the bottom of my of my emails, and she 
found me a little while later and she's like, yeah, maybe you should really think about it. And I'm like, okay. And there, there is a level of filling things out and providing your background information and answering essay questions and getting letters of recommendation. So there's some practical things that went into it. And this is really my first kind of experience with that and awareness of the program in the state. So I really did not understand kind of the magnitude of the whole experience. But so I turned in all my stuff. And then it was funny, I was actually on a field trip with students. And she's like, we have to have this meeting with the state. And I was like, I filled out all my paperwork. I don't know what's going like, I was really concerned. Like the 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 student in me was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So she kept really harping. Are you going to be back from this field trip with a student? And I was like, yeah. And I have like a pile of paper with me. And I was like, okay, I can verify that we did all these things, blah, blah, blah. And then the state superintendent came on the screen. And it was like, congratulations. And I was like, I was very surprised. And I was also glad that I was not in trouble. So I was like, my initial response was, oh, this isn't really a meeting. I was still thinking like there was something that I needed to do. That, that part was very exciting. And then there was a lot of, of just lovely feedback from former students, former colleagues with those, the things that you like to hear about your teaching and that they've impacted people. So that part, that initial phase was really nice. We had a, some Zoom, some gatherings with the other individuals from around the state. So that part was kind of interesting just to see how things were going in other parts of the state. And then there was a the banquet that wasn't too long ago. That was nice, just recognizing everyone. So it's been great. I've had conversations with other teachers in that group, and I'm hoping to kind of do some networking because there are a few other people who are involved in college and career readiness type things. So making that connection has been really nice. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. In addition to your work at Hayworth, you certainly with AP and dual credit and Teacher of the Year have created those professional development kind of communities too, which is such a fun part about being an educator that, you know, those 15, 16, 18 year olds don't really think about. So, well, thank you so much for your time today. And we appreciate, and again, it's been really fun to work with you and celebrate you as the teacher of the year in our area. And we're excited and thank you for all the career development you do for all of our students. And Hopefully we get more teachers in the pipeline because we've talked about that on this podcast too. Absolutely. It is a great career. So thank you for doing your part to bring more students into it. Thank you for the opportunity. I love talking teacher stuff. It's great. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for another episode of ROE 17 Pod. To learn more about ROE 17, please visit www.roe17.org or follow us on our social media channels. ROE 17 Pod is produced and edited by Victoria Padilla. We hope that you join us for our next episode.